This Bible is the Bible of my daddy who just died, 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 died in my uh, in my arms of uh, throat cancer from 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 eating some 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 bad pussy. This is our uh, super Catholic episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm Laurie. I'm Aria. And welcome once again to Queer Horror Cult. And may Jesus bless your soul because Jesus loves everybody. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's go I, with that. Yeah, I don't know. I When I walk the dogs, there's this how, particular house we go by a lot. And, you know, depending on if they're home or not, they have a couple of cars that have Jesus loves you. They have it like printed out on an eight by eight and a half by eleven piece of paper in the back of their cars. They have bumper stickers. Oh, like so, so they, they really want you to know that Jesus loves you, and they're just living rent free in my head right now. You could say they're ride or die for Jesus. You really could. Yeah. So um, we're gonna be making fun of Catholicism probably a lot this episode, uh, and it's not out of cruelty. It's out of the fact that we both were raised Catholic we're to different Catholics. degrees, and I have a lot of feelings about that. Me too. Um, I guess I'll go first because my little Catholic thing is way briefer than yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roman Catholic on my mom's side kind of thing. My dad was just like, I don't know, he's one of those other ones that was like Christian. They're like, yeah, okay, cool, I'll be Catholic because it's just, you know, as long as God's there. And then like by the time I was five or six, they're just like, eh. And it is very quickly shifted. Like the last time I went to church with any kind of regularity it was the one we lived next to in oxford and it was largely because it was just this really dope old church like 400 years old and it's like this is just kind of a cool building and it turned more into that than anything else fair yeah so that's my br- my brief brush with catholicism and i really do describe it that way <laughs> um i yeah how about you similar kind of thing i don't remember what denomination or whatever my mom was technically raised in or whatever but my dad's parents are from italy so of course yeah roman catholic through and through that'd be wild if they were irish catholic it would just like yeah it's just like nah we go to the cooler one (laughs) but like you know my parents want to get married in the italian church here which is of course also roman catholic so my mom converted before um they are yeah you know whatever before they got married and I don't know. It was never like really like a big thing in like my home life other than my dad and his weird sense of like Catholic guilt around the odd thing here and there. But I got to go to Catholic school from K to 12. Yeah. And I'm still resentful of it. Yeah. So I might be peppering you with little questions as they relate to the movies because like I said, I I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My sister just got to go to public school for high school. I didn't. Oh, I I like how how you're, you're like a your sibling group there, it just got more heathenistic as it was. Yeah. Went. Well, that's, I guess, what happens when you have seven years between the oldest and the youngest, yeah, is there, no there's more opportunity. So speaking of uh, Catholic youth, we watched one of my favorite fucking movies that, like, people just slept on for so long. I think it's kind of finally getting 
it's due. Okay. Because uh, I believe it was on Shutter for a while, if it's not still on there. Mm. I got a nice treatment from Arrow Video, but we watched 1976's Alice, Sweet Alice. Yes, we did. That movie fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times when we watch these movies, like, you'll you'll have something going while we're doing it. Like, I, I believe lately you've been sort of crocheting because you can pay attention to the movie. Well, keep my hands like, busy. Like, keep your hands busy yeah. and all that. Um, you know, because idle hands are the devil's play thing and all exactly. that. Exactly. And uh, the, a lot of the times, you know, you're just like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But there were so many times where you stopped crocheting and you're just like, Jesus, that went hard. Like, the movie, <laughs> the movie just does this thing where it's like... Oh, it's kind of a cool thriller. It's kind of neat. And then there's just these moments where it just goes so fucking hard. Yeah, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah. That like, just happened. Yeah, so um, this is the first time I watched for you, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I assume you liked it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fucking weird. What we have here is Brooke Shields' first movie. Yes. And I think it's kind of written on that a lot, because obviously, you know, they're not... It's not Nostradamus making this movie. They figured out, oh, she's famous after the fact, so, mm-hmm. like retroactively it's billed as that even though she's such a small part of the movie like the plot hinges upon on her like that's the the leaping off point of the character at least yeah but not so much like her and her role in it yeah so we have these two kids uh alice and brooke shields i don't remember her name (laughs) i don't remember her name and uh they are in this very catholic family and it's it's like karen or something that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So is this set in New York or New Jersey? I think this is it New Jersey. Like, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I, see, I mean, it looks very New York as somebody yeah. who has never been. It's in that sort of area. Yes. Um, that that part of the world, that little New England high density. All the Americans that are like watching <laughs> are going to be like, you guys know shit about it. It's like, it's And honestly, like, yeah. I'm the first to admit it. Yeah, me neither. I know, <laughs> I know nothing. I know that like California's on one of the coasts. I don't know which one. Yeah. Like I haven't been. <laughs> okay. No, I know that. Yeah. I say like, I haven't been east of like. Arizona, so right. Yeah. I've been to LA. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, been to Riverside. Oh, and Hawaii, but I I, as far as I, like I have US. reservations about how much America yes. Hawaii is in the terms of. Uh, I think that's a much bigger conversation for yes. people smarter than me. Anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so we know shit all about America. So this is somewhere in the eastern part of America. And it's like this very religious family, and I don't know if the Catholic scene is huge there, but they're getting ready. What is it? First confirmation? First communion. First communion. Yeah, I should have known that because the movie's ultimate title is The Communion. Um, <laughs> well, so between the age of the of, of uh, Karen or whatever her name is, and then the, like, little brides to Christ. Okay, I'm definitely going to be relying on you a lot for this sure. one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's uh, communion. And I think it's specifically Karen's communion. Mm-hmm. Not Alice's, and uh, Alice is like jealous of all the attention Karen's getting. Your so Alice sister. is like a total pick me, and it's just like flipping out. <laughs> she's she's yeah. I didn't even use Alice, that phrase, right? <laughs> no, I say Alice is a hater. Yeah, Alice is a hater. Yeah. No, Al- Alice is an, is a, is a big sister who is like angry that she's getting showed up by her, by her pretty little sister. So you can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, you're Team Alice. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, because I can say for my for my confirmation, I did it at the shitty like it's not even. I don't think it's is it cat no. Anyway, I did it. I did it at the at the at the not ethnic church. So oh, not, okay. The not Italian church, and so it was like whatever. Like every like you know, I was the only one who showed up for the thing in like a dress. Every all the other kids were like wearing jeans and t shirts and shit. That's hilarious. And then when my sister had hers, she did hers at the Italian church, and it was actually like nice and stuff. And yeah. so I remember feeling like, wow, mine wasn't special at all. Oh man, that's that's feels very this movie because like she's going after Karen, like steals her veil and all yeah. that. 
and uh, early on, she she loves to terrorize her. Like, I guess maybe yes. that's more big sister energy. Um, I was the youngest in my family. Whereas I was the um, oldest. Yeah, so, you know, that's why we, like, always yell at each other constantly on this <laughs> podcast, because that happens. We have that dynamic um, happening. Yeah, but uh, she's trying to terrify Karen, and she's wearing, like, this iconic yellow rain slicker throughout the mm-hmm. movie that I believe is from the church. Like, it's got the church That's stuff right, branded yeah. on it. Whether it's, like, the kids' daycare or yeah. play school, whatever the hell they're in. They're too yeah. old for play school. What am I talking Sunday about? school or something. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, and she's wearing this, like, also kind of iconic mask. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those cheap, like, makeup masks. Like, I'm thinking Shelly from uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. He's wearing one at the start when he spooks people. Fun. Um, and the rain slicker itself is kind of like a rip on uh, Don't Look Now, where it's the red raincoat mm. you see everywhere. Uh, but she's scaring her little sister, and she's wearing that iconic outfit, which comes into play later. That's why I actually talk about this. But the day of the uh, communion happens, and little jealous Alice is just like, fuck this shit, I'm getting in line to have to get in on this communion shit. And she's like, got the veil mm-hmm. of Karen, and Karen is nowhere to be seen. But what we see is uh, bef- before um, Alice goes up uh, with the veil... We see the yellow raincoat uh, mask grab her and like, sh- yeah, like strangle her with a rosary or something, <laughs> and then dump her into one of the pews that opens up and just fucking Set burns her. On fire. Yeah, just like fucking roast her in there. It's like this is this went hard right off the yeah. bat. And I like that they went really Catholic with it, like using the rosary. Well, yes, it is that. not yeah. subtle. No, it's not subtle at all. <laughs> um, and uh, they discover, I think one of the nuns, like, discovers the body. Mm-hmm. Well, because they think they see the smoke, and they're like, what's going on here? Because Karen's, yeah. they, they don't know where she is at that point. Alice is like, well, I found this veil on the floor, and I just wanted to participate. Because she's yeah. just so God-loving. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the, the family's just, like, fucking destroyed by this grief. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sort of brings the parents back together. Not like the parents are together, but they're both there for Alice because they're divorced parents. And the dad comes back mm-hmm. to uh, be there during this when the police are investigating who murdered Karen and wanting to be there for Alice. And so it's, uh, I like that the plot actually kind of addressed family trauma mm-hmm. and the way they did that. Like it, the movie spends time on that. Yes. And it doesn't feel flat or cookie cutter or no. just like cliche in that regard. So I thought that was really cool. But the suspicion shortly falls on Alice because, you know. Well, there's she the aunt the who's like, a, yeah. yeah, and the aunt, there's the, there's the the mom sister. Oh her god, aunt what a fucking bitch! <laughs> she's, <laughs> yeah, she's a hag. <laughs> she's a hag. Exploitation. She just thinks like Alice is like Damien from the Omen kind of thing, just like the worst. Yeah, I, I there's something that that this kind of went over my head this time. I think early on I was distracted by something while we were watching. Mm. It's been a while, but her daughter is, like, getting I shit from Alice so. or something. Like, her daughter comes up a lot, but I don't remember really seeing her actually in the movies. So she's, I don't, she's there a couple of times. Like, yeah. I think she and Alice are messing around with that neighbor or the landlord or whatever at some point. That's right. So, oh, yeah. God, that dude's gross and oh creepy. Oh, my God, yeah. He's yeah. Well, good, good casting. We'll get into that, yeah. too. But yeah, because we, we saw her a couple of times, then we never saw her again. She was always just, ref, like, referred to, and we're like, is that yeah. the same person? Is that yeah. who they're talking about? So yeah. we, we're, we're assuming here that, yeah. that this makes sense to yes. us. <laughs> um, it's not so bad that you're sitting there and it's like, I don't understand this plot mm-hmm. kind of thing. I was just like, that was the one part where I was just like, wait, hold on, what's going on with this yeah, dynamic? Like, that, that kid? 
And I think it's, you know, my usual thing of just, like, I'm bad with names. So, like, <laughs> since she's more referred to than actually on screen, it's the kind of thing where they'd say the name. I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Um, but we learn pretty quickly from Alice's behavior, like, both hanging with the cousin and the way the aunt sees her, that Alice is a bit of a shit. Um, and, <laughs> it's an understatement. And it's one of those things where... Uh, its potential, like, uh, mental issues kind of thing as, mm-hmm. they, as they raise it. Of course, it's a 70s movie, so it's a lot of, like, she's insane kind of, of thing. Uh, but the parents are sympathetic, and they're, like... We don't want to lose our daughter, too. It was such a shocker to see a movie from the 70s where they're just like, yeah, let's take her to a psychiatrist. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, oh, you're just saying Like, lock her up much. in the sanitarium and throw away yeah. the key because that's what we do with, the, with you people. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um but she does all kinds of shit. Like, uh, the aunt doesn't like her because there's the time where uh, she just, like, fucking breaks the, sh- the the dish full of, like, soup or something. Just, like, dumps it on the ground and breaks it. And then yeah. she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. While grinding the glass into the ground. <laughs> and um, she fucks with the uh, landlord a lot. But he's, like, the grossest piece of shit ever. Yeah. So um, he's basically, like, a pet arrest. He's, like... You know, it's one of those things where it's like, is he? He's being gross and kind of creepy, but he might just be a creep in general. But then it builds that. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no, she, 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 like, called his number from the beginning. We were, we weren't sure, but she, she knew. And, um, it's one of those things where Alice is, like, talking about how she's innocent. She didn't, uh, hurt Karen and she didn't do all these things that are building up because, lo and behold, we see the yellow slicker mask showing up. And the movie plays it so well where it's just like, is that Alice or not mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, if you believe Alice, it's not. But if you look at what you see in the circumstance, it's like, yes, yeah, it but makes it sense that be. it's her. Yeah. Um, you know, like, she calls everyone's number in this. She's she's mm-hmm. very good at, at knowing what people are up to. Like, she's uh, talking about her innocence. She talks about how the aunt is just cruel and out to get her. She talks about how the landlord's a fucking creep. And no one believes her. They're just like, Alice, you're too much mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, I mean, they, they want to, like, her parents and stuff, they want to believe that she's, like, not involved. But, yeah. yeah, that whole, like, oh, you saw your sister's ghost? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could, right, Which does seem like ghost. manipulative yeah. bullshit. Yes, But that being said. But this is when the movie kind of goes hard. Because mm-hmm. when... The attacks happen with the uh, masked figure, whether it's Alice or otherwise. They go hard. They like do. the ants walking down the stairs, and all of a sudden, um, the 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 attacker pops up with the kitchen knife and just starts fucking stabbing her legs like so violently. Yeah, and just like it's fucked up. It is. And uh, you know, just doing all kinds of shit like that, and then. It really confuses it as the plot mm-hmm. goes because Alice does do some shady shit. Um, like, I think she's justified. You know, it's one of those Thana did nothing wrong. It's also <laughs> an Alice did nothing wrong when uh, the landlord's being like a total fucking creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she fucks with him. Yes. And like, she, she puts like the cockroach jar. Yeah. yeah Doesn't yeah. she also like kill his cat though? Yeah, yeah. That's that, that sucked. But it's just like. Um, like, I, I, I appreciate that, you know, she's a resourceful. Yeah you know 12 year old or yeah. whatever however old she 11 something. but that's like right when he's like gonna be a exactly so i'm like if that's literally like a weird cat dude well and he's huge compared to her oh like, yeah stature like, and stuff he, like you're not gonna fight him off her. so she grabs uh one of his, his kittens kitten and throws it and like breaks its neck or something yeah like you know you hear that it's dead it, they're, they're rough with the cat and yeah. i can see why that part was cut out of the uk release it's like this isn't nice but yeah. at the same time it's not like those italian movies where it's just like oh let's exactly. just fucking cut its head off for real and yeah if that, it, and it, it's one of those where it's like yeah. 
poor kitty. Don't yeah. hurt the kitty. But at the same time, I'm like, if that is your only opportunity to potentially get out yeah. of this situation, that fucking sucks. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. So, you know, all these things going on throughout the movie of uh, whether is it her or, or not her. Is it Alice and sweet like, Alice? They're, they're, they're testing her at the... Uh, the office like doing the lie detector and that's like one of the best parts where she's just <laughs> fucking with the lie detector guy like you know they catch her in all these lies and stuff because she's uh, pretty manipulative in how she plays it uh but the one thing she's not lying about is seeing her sister's ghost and it's one of those things where it's like okay well she believes it mm-hmm. she thinks it's real and then as he's explaining this and he's been like a dick to her the whole time and he says something really creepy He's just like, man, yeah. she looked at me like she wanted it. And yeah. it's like, that's a child, you fucking creep. Yeah. Um, and then as he's telling that, you see through the two-way mirror <laughs> that she just like she just like pushes his lie detector machine on the ground and fucking breaks well, it like, while staring, staring at him. Staring at him without breaking like, eye contact. Oh, she's hardcore, kind of like her. So good. Um, there is a big reveal that comes into play here. Um, it kind of is important to the overall message of this, so I think we should get into it. But I'm going to say, maybe skip ahead five minutes or so if you want to see this, or mm-hmm. stop and watch it, then come back, because it's definitely worth seeing, and it, it plays almost like a giallo, where mm-hmm. the less you know, the better. Yeah. I think it, it really has good mystery and all that. But, okay, so spoiler territory on this part is um, the dad's doing his own investigation and all that, and he's trying to find out, like, he thinks Alice is innocent, but mm-hmm. everyone else doesn't. And Alice is, like, really, like, oh, I, I love my dad, and it's, like, he believes me and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a call from, I believe, the, the niece? The cousin. Yeah, yeah the, the aunt's niece, so the yeah. cousin, yeah. Uh, that's how that works. And to meet him, and or to, to go meet her, and he does, and we see the little yellow raincoated Alice just, like, smash his fucking head and uh, tie him up. And then... The reveal happens there, right? Mm-hmm. Where it takes the mask off and yeah. it's like, it's not, it's Alice. not Alice. It's the old little sweet doting church lady. Yeah. And uh, this is another one of those, it goes hard. Like, he just starts freaking out when he realizes who it is. And it's this great moment. Like, it's a bit overactive, but I kind of like that they went that hard. Yeah. And she's, like, stomping his teeth with fucking high heels or something like that. And it's, like, really nasty. And then shoves him out of this huge window, and he just fucking falls and beefs it. So mm. they fucking kill the dad. Yeah. And it's just, like, so sad, because, like, they don't want to tell Alice what happened. And Alice is just the whole time being like, oh, where's dad? Where's yeah. dad? I miss him. It's like, oh, he left without saying anything. And it's right. like, that that's bumped me out. <laughs> well, one other thing that's, I think, a crux of that whole thing and that reveal and stuff is that, so there's the priest... Mm-hmm. who he had given Karen that, like, rosary or, yes. or crucifix or whatever it was. And it was gone when they found Karen's body. And so yes. we, we assumed Alice took it. And it was one of those, like, oh, Karen's being getting special treatment. She's so special. Like, I want yeah. to be special kind of thing. But then the church lady is like, that's mine. It Like, she's trying mm. to, isn't she, like, get, trying to get it from the dad? Or yeah, like, she is like, unhinged, yeah. man. So, so then all of a sudden it's like there's still that jealousy element of like somebody being treated more like special than me by yeah. the priest, but it's not the older sister, it's the like unhinged old lady. Yeah. And so there's still, yeah, that theme of like envy yeah. and whatever, but it's like, oh, this is totally different than like what our expectations were set yeah. up to be. 
But, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of ties into why we thought, like, shit, this works for our idea for the Catholic episode. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as will be sort of a running theme through all the movies we watched, uh, it's the whole idea, like, God is guiding my hand mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing going. And what it is is we find out that um, I believe her daughter died right before her first communion. Mm-hmm. And she thinks, like, God took her from me. But it's like, ah, oh, but, but, but God was teaching me what I have to do and yes. all that. And the, Jesus Christ. So, like, uh, she's doing a, she's, she does a great job of playing unhinged yes. in this weird, weird kind of way. But there's all these tense scenes once we realize it's her. Like, the mother, Alice's mother, goes over to speak to the priest who's not there. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps doing this thing where you think, like, oh, she's going to fucking kill the mother. She's yeah. got the kitchen knife. Oh, she poisoned the tea or yeah, something. It's like, yeah, there's yeah. all this stuff. And, fuck, man. Yeah, it's tense. It, it leads to probably one of the my favorite endings to a movie, and it's uh, very indicative of why I love these 70s movies, because mm-hmm. of how hardcore they get. Twisty turn. And how bleak they get. Yes. Like, not, like, this movie isn't particularly nihilistic, but it it does things that you wouldn't expect, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't pull any punches. And the big one for me is at the very end, the cops are surrounding the church, because they finally figured out it's her. Yeah. And... Uh, she's there to get communion. Mm. And, and so uh, is Alice. And so is Alice, yeah. And, uh, you know, Alice got denied the communion because they found the body right before she was going to get it at the start. Mm-hmm. And um, so the police are like, yeah, we should just get her. And it's like, no, no, she'll give herself up to me. She'll 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 do the what priest. I say. She, yeah, yeah. sorry. I always do that. <laughs> um, the priest says that. And... Uh, so he's like, oh, I'll just like do the thing and we'll, and we'll get her. Yeah. We'll, we'll get offer her communion yeah. and that's how we'll like entrap her. Yeah. And so she goes up for the communion and like pushes her way into line. Like, yes, I need to be blessed by God and all that. Um, and so they're going down the line doing the communion and they're about to give it to her when, uh, instead of giving it to her, they're just like the jigs up. You need to go with the police now. And the priest is just like talking to her. And she's just like, wait, you'll give that horror communion while pointing at the mom and just, like, losing her mind, like, in that very stereotypical judgy church lady kind mm-hmm. of way. And the priest is like, you just need to go with God now. And, um... Yeah. And then she just goes fucking hard by pulling the, the huge kitchen knife she had earlier that she attacked the aunt with and all that out of her bag and just fucking gooshing the <laughs> priest in the throat. Right there in front of everyone, and it just, like, does that whole, like, almost, like, kill Bill blood geyser yeah. all over the place as the priest just fucking bleeds out in front of the, the church congregation. And the the cops all rush, and they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and we coast to that last shot that makes us still think, okay, what's the deal with Alice, though? Because Alice picks up the knife and takes it. Yeah. And she's just, and like, just, like, like saunters yeah. off. And she's just like, oh, man, you know, like give her 40 years and she'd be so ride or die for true crime podcasts or something. I collect murder memorabilia. Oh God. And then she'll kill someone else's daughter on the day of her first communion. Yeah. But yeah, fuck this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. It, it's a great thriller. And, uh, one thing that I found really surprising was the direct, this was the director's only horror movie. Oh wow. Right. He's okay. You told me that. That's right. Movies. Um, but this was it. And I, I, I almost called him PJ Souls, and it's like, nope, she was in Halloween. I think it's like, uh, something Souls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, he did a really good job, Mm. and I'm kind of sad we didn't see more movies like this from him. Yeah, no kidding. 
but yeah, I really love this movie, if you couldn't tell. Uh, what about the Catholicness of it? We got into it a bit with the twist, but mm-hmm. was there anything that really sort of grabbed you about how they handled it? Um, I think compared to like what we're going to talk about after, it's seemed more periphery maybe yeah. than than some of the others. Um, but that being said, I think they made good use of like you know the old lady in the confession box yeah. before you know what's up, what her deal is. Yeah. That she's like, oh, I know I need to make a confession right yeah. now, father. Oh god, and then the the father in that point is just like, you're a good person. I know that you would yeah. do anything bad, and that just like she's just like eating it up. And it's like I'm on the right path. The priest said so. Yeah, the priest told me I'm good. Yeah. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, it's interesting because I, I agree with you. It's the least like constant to the plot mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel throwaway like it no, is it entirely the killer's motive ties into it yeah like the, it's in the uh, background the whole time for sure it's yeah, consistent the, it's almost like a, a visual lead motif sort of yeah <laughs> yeah and because uh, the family is a very religious family and all this is going on in this community and it's important to the plot mm-hmm. but in ways in more of a subtextual way yeah but while at the same time being very present mm-hmm and I thought that was really good. Me too. Yeah. I like it. I, yeah, I think that's a good point. It, it's very overt and constantly, like, referenced in the other two movies. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that I, I thought, it's kind of tangential to that, that I thought was interesting about this movie is it has the opposite effect of so many of these movies where it's just like, oh, we have a younger person, like a teenager in high school. Let's get a 30-year-old to play, you mm. know, kind of thing. Like, you know, that, like, fucking... Dear Eden Stevens movie or whatever the fuck that's coming out. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just like... Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, sure. Uh, whatever. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's doing that kind of thing. And uh, they have an adult playing Alice. That fucking blew my mind. Yeah. It's just like, like I thought she was a little kid. It's like, no, she's 19. Yeah, yeah. I know. I thought I was like, oh, yeah, she's around that, like, maybe yeah. puberty is. Yeah, I, I think the one thing after learning that, that I was like, the one tell is she had a bit of a nicotine stain on her teeth. That's true, and yeah. And she's like, okay, so Alice but, is hardcore. But you can totally get stuff from, like, if, if um, mm-hmm. I think when, like, you can... I want to say it's almost like bruise your teeth. Like when it, cause I, I think my, oh, one of my sisters sick. had bruise your teeth. That's fucked up. Like where, cause I think what's happened, like when it's like growing in, if you like, cause I think my sister had, um, like we, we were jumping on the bed when we were supposed to, and she like fell and like hit her face on like my, um, posts. Post, yeah, yeah. On like, yeah. On the footer kind of thing. And yeah. which is made of metal. So I remember her having a bit of like a oh, mark. My fucking teeth hurt. Just yeah. Yeah. Head. So I remember her having a bit of like a, a discolor and that might've been her baby tooth. So in which case, right. like when it fell out, it was fine. But yeah, I, I remember her having a bit of a, like, yeah, a little almost like freckly kind of That's thing. Wild. So like, you, so I think that it is possible to like damage to ha- yeah, experience damage to your teeth without it being like nicotine specifically. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're totally right. She had a bit of that, like, yeah. Like, maybe. Like, I didn't think anything of it until I looked up on IMDb, because I'm like, she does a great performance. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I wonder if she's in something else. And I right. grew up, it's like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but fuck, that reminds me of uh, jumping on the bed when I wasn't supposed to and, and eating, eating shit, where <laughs> I slipped and hit my head on the wall. And then it was just right. like, I was slightly stunned, and then but my parents were calling us for breakfast, so I got up and was like, cool, I'll go down for breakfast. And uh, my brother follows shortly after, and I'm sitting there eating breakfast, and I was like, what the fuck happened to your head? And I, and I had this huge bruise thing growing oh, no. in the middle of my head. And then my brother's just like, 
yeah, hit the wall, just laid on the carpet for like five minutes or something like that, or like for a couple <laughs> minutes, just fucking lying there, not moving. Then like it was just like breakfast, pop up and run down. It's just like oh, I priorities. I beefed it, got a concussion. Damn. And so for like, whoops. I, I think that's why I have a dent in the middle of my head, or <laughs> or actually no, that was from when I was three and split my face open. Um, uh, but. Yeah, I had this like color changing bruise on my face for 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 uh, weeks, wow. and uh, no one questioned it at the school because my mom was a teacher at the school too. <laughs> so they're probably just like, "Oh, we'll get detention if we call CPS." So you know, um, yeah. So anyway, that's Alice Sweet Alice, <laughs> and it's really good. It is. Uh, Arrow Video has it out. So if it's not on Shutter anymore, it's probably on Arrow Player. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it was really good. I liked it too. So next, we watched on um, 1991's The Pit and the Pendulum. Yeah, Starring La- Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, Jeffrey Combs is That's in it. That's right, he is. It's uh, Stuart Gordon doing yes, a movie for so Full Moon Pictures. Jeffrey Combs is in it. Yeah, so this was a pre-Castle Freak, but mm-hmm. kind of the same era. Like, yes. you know, after his, like, glorious glory days of Reanimator from Beyond. From Beyond. <laughs> from Beyond. But fuck it, I, I think it's up there. It's yeah, it's great. it's really it's a really well made movie. Yeah. Like I remember like watching it in the beginning, even when it has like the couple in their you know little village or whatever, and they're like baking the bread yeah. and they have to go out and sell it, and just the like sort of like action of it. I was like, this almost brings to mind like. I don't know, I'm thinking of, like, scenes in, like, Aladdin yeah, or, like... Yeah, it's all that kind of jaunty music. Yeah. And it's got that tone to it. And it just goes to the point with the action stuff where I was just, like, this is, like... I, it makes me think of The Mummy because you're, like, cheering for, like, two hot people who are, like, <laughs> in love and, like, want to be together. But, yeah. like, shit's going down. Instead of, like, Imhotep, you have whatever the fuck Lance Henriksen's name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friar or whatever. Like Torquemunda or something Yeah, some like shit like that. But yes. Uh, based on a real dude, by the way. Oh, ooh. Yeah, it's just in this Well, this mo- is based on a Poe story, right? Yes, but but they kind of adapted it. Uh, right. He was a real Spanish Inquisitor kind of guy ooh. or something. And uh, the one difference from reality to the movie is in the movie, it's like, the Pope's going to get you, man. You're going against the Pope's wishes. No, in the movie, the Pope was like, keep it up, bro. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Sorry, in, in, in real life, in the real Pope life, was the Pope like, was like his name was like what? Pope Innocent or something like of that. It's course. just like fucking dipshit. Jeez, anyway. Anyway, so yeah, we, so if you couldn't tell, it takes place during the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. We're in, uh, I don't remember the name of the village, but they're, the Inquisitor is there. Mm-hmm. Witches are being burned and accused and everything. And so we start with this couple who they're, you know, God-fearing Catholics, very, like, you know, religious. Oh, okay, hold up. Before we get to the couple, this has, like, the best opening scene of a movie ever. <laughs> oh, right! Right, yeah, that's right. Because it, that, okay, I remember. Because I remember you, you, you watched it, you texted me, you're like, this movie starts so unhinged. Yeah, it was just I, like, it's less than a minute in. Yeah, and then I was watching it, I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, so they, yeah, it begins, yeah, with inquisiting, or whatever you want to call it, condemning a guy who's already dead, like, dead as fuck. Way like, dead. Bones. And, like, more desiccated than the, the dead guy in Necromantic. Yeah, like, like mummified, practically. Yeah. And Apparently that was a real thing they used to do. They used to insane. dig up corpses and just be like, God, God punishes you. In front of their widows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Just really normal behavior. 
But in Perfect Store Gordon thing, it's like so obscene and extra while at the same time you're still laughing. Yeah. And not laughing at it. You're laughing with it. Because yes. you were supposed to be laughing. Like just when they, they tie him up and like his fucking arm pops off and the guy's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, all right, we'll tie him up. Keep whipping way. him. And they're just flogging this corpse to pieces in front Jesus of the widow. Christ. It's fucking crazy. Oh yeah. It's it's something else. Yeah. So if that if that if you haven't been sold yet, that should sell you on this And movie. we watched it for free. Well, um, I had the Blu-ray. Right. Yeah. Uh, but um, I've me? been sick. I've been, like, really fucking sick. Yeah, we had, a, sick, we, we had a little so. tummy bug or something. Yeah. No uh, COVID. I, I don't think it's COVID. I have, like, a couple of the symptoms, but, you know, the kind of thing where it's, like, if we weren't in a pandemic, I would not even raise a single eyebrow. Yeah. Because it's, like, I have felt like this so many times before. Yeah. I'm, like, my nose is runny, but my nose is always runny. Yeah, plus if I, if I had COVID... <laughs> You're, like, the only person I would have gotten it from. Well, exactly. And, um, you, your family was fucking fine. Oh, yeah, nobody else has had any of this. So, yeah, yeah it's... And we're all vaccinated. I think it's, I think it's just a tummy bug. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that's why we watched it separately for a change. Yes. So, yeah, I watched it on Tubi. Is yeah, Tubi.tv. It's free. You don't even have to sign up yeah. for an account. Yeah, exactly. So, just, there's just ads. Were the ads plentiful? Were there lots? Or um, I would say, like four like ish okay. times maybe yeah. it's not terrible but some of the timing was really right. shitty like the action was like like a shot had just begun and then it was like let's advertise atco gas to you and i'm like cool i'm not in a position to be getting utilities but whatever so like, oh torcomanda yeah hit, hit my my butt g-spot oh yeah i'm about to cut would you like to vote for jason kenny <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it, it can be viewed for free viewed on for free. online. And legally free. I know, like, yes. just about anything can be viewed for that free online. That is true. But, but this one is, like, yeah. legit for free. And you won't get in trouble. Yeah, the way where the government won't get you. Mm-hmm. As far as we know. They might find a way if they want to. Yeah. That being said, so we have our couple, couple of hotties, and um, they're... Yes, they are a Catholic. They believe all this stuff, but they're also like not monsters. And so no. the like wife especially is like Maria, Maria is like is like this is terrible. I can't look. Like God is supposed to be forgiving and is supposed right, to be merciful. There's, there's a burning happening. Yeah, right? yeah, they they get kind of dragged into yeah a. a a try or an execution, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And at one po- and yeah, because I think the the straw the kind of straw that breaks the camel's back, if you could even call it that, is that the person who's being persecuted, her child, is there, and yeah. they start like whipping him and stuff. And so Maria, you know, at some point is like jumps out and is like, "Please show them mercy. Yeah. Like God is merciful. Like this is terrible. How can you do this?" And so the Inquisitor, yeah, motherfucking tourniquet is there, and he's just like being a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, and he talks to her and then he seems he he has some kind of reaction where like he thinks he's like bewitched or something yeah and so he's like oh she's a witch we're gonna take her away and at that point they think that her husband's dead because i don't know he's got conked on the head really bad or some shit and so husband comes to later antonio is that his name sure yeah i think so and so that that's one thing is is about this this movie is also, I realized, I'm like, Antonio, whatever his, his name is, I'm like, this is my new favorite, like, wife guy. He, he, he's yeah. totally a wife he's guy. A wife That's, guy. like, the whole point of his character and, like, his, his like, character arc and the story is he's, 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 he's there for his wife. It's, it's yeah, very yeah. nice. He, he, he is, he is the man of not all men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, he's, he's, like, my wife is not a witch and I love her and I'm gonna save her and it's just like, oh, love that yeah. for you, King, please do. The vibe that, like, their relationship and his going 
towards it. It almost, like, different genre, different setting, but it almost has, like, kind of, like, not, like, sexualized, but, like, you know what I mean? That is there in the movie. But, yeah. like, sort of, like, romantic, like, almost swashbuckling kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's just, like, this sort of adventure movie. Yeah. But then with horror movie aesthetics for, like, the fucking set pieces. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's it's fun. It's a good... Yeah. yeah. It's not just, like, you know, your run-of-the-mill horror movie as much as we love genre on here. Yep. It's that, that's what I mean. It has that sort of, like, adventureness yeah. to it and a certain amount of action and, like, yeah, romance. I, I would not for and... a second consider this us, like stepping outside of the horror realm like it For fits sure. firmly in there but but it's uh, but it has elements that you're like yeah. oh there's more to this than just your yeah like run-of-the-mill yeah spooky spook. oh set pieces of burning witches and shit yeah yeah for sure i just said spoop and i want to kill myself <laughs> <laughs> twitter rotted my fucking brain man uh-huh i think i've rotted everyone's brain yeah yeah but yeah, so the um, Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor man, he is like, well, this this witch here, she has like bewitched. Basically, he gets like really, really horny, and he's so down bad. He's like, this witch put a spell on me yeah. and has made me like horny for her. Don't they just straight up reference the Malleus Maleficarum? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that was the witch hunting book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so it's that, all like she gave me a boner or she made my boner go away therefore satan yeah therefore exactly not not i'm gonna have any like take any responsibility yeah. for like my own reactions to things it's yeah. like no 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 yeah. she's a witch because she yeah she i got pointy around her <laughs> that's a way to phrase it yeah <laughs> So, of course, this motherfucker Turnpike is just like, let's totally, like, get him in front of her in front of everyone all naked and let's be yes. gross. Yes, And, Because uh, yeah. that's going to help. Apparently, that scene made her drop out of acting. Oh, really? Or something like that, or, like, pull back, which sucks. Yeah, it's it just, sucks, because like, she does a really good She's good, job. but it's also just like, that's not good. That, I, that's, yeah. like, how, like, clearly it's not the, you know, like, today they talk about having, like, sensitivity people on to, like, yeah. like yeah, nudity and, like, nudity and sexy clauses and stuff, you know? And, yeah. And it's just like, oh, it coordinators. sounds like kind of gross. That so sucks. That sucks. I mean, this, the scene reads is super gross. So yeah, that's, but I mean, like, also off camera. Yeah, that's what I mean, though, that sucks that that, that is yeah. like, yeah, that was legit. Yeah. But, but during this scene, like, it's amazing how much uh, Lance Emerson's just trying to, like, fucking... Uh, justify his choice they're like mm -hmm. it's like she's going to spot where i didn't see a spot maybe that's a spot is that a spot i and don't you know you hear her go like ow and they like scratch her or something yeah. like there it is it yeah. just appeared and yeah. it's like oh i fucking wonder why yeah, no, cause and effect maybe uh -huh. <sighs> yeah no like, it, it's dipshits yeah, yeah it it's just gross it's just like we we are on this like holy mission of god but we're completely like always shifting the goalposts of what that means and if we do if we fuck up oh it's because we were bewitched yeah not because we're like bloodthirsty just yeah yeah and uh jeffrey combs is just like got this fucking bowl cut and like these like weird round like harry potter glasses yeah they have these, these like weird like monk aesthetic happening he, he looks like some like regional theater Shakespearean actor and it's great I'm so here for it <laughs> that's a perfect description yeah. or is Lance Henriksen's fucking haircut yeah he's got Jeffrey a bit of the like Franciscan monk thing happening that I remember from like the yeah. Bugs Bunny cartoons yeah but like it's so razor thin to a point like yeah. I think I described it as being like one of those sculpted beers you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see on like creepy dudes <laughs> and he has like this little like tiny pubic patch in the middle of his yeah, forehead yeah it's like a soul patch but on his forehead <laughs> yeah it's a choice it yeah yeah, it's a look, all right. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, this is sort of what made me think of the last movie we're going to be talking of, but it's, uh, we see him sort of doing the 
self-flagellation afterwards. Yes, because he realizes he's in love with the witch. Yeah. And so what's that like? Yeah, that's, um, well, it's interesting because I remember, so I think for, like, an intro gender studies course, we read a little bit about, like, there were a couple of our articles talking about how in Christianity, usually more, like, Catholic, I would say, because there's different, depending on which denomination you go to, different emphasis on, like, which figures, like, you know, in Catholicism, like, Mary is very important, like, Jesus's uh-huh. mother, whereas in, like, I'm told in, like, more Anglican and, like, like UK kind of religion, Catholic excluded, yeah. that Mary is, like, n- inconsequential. Like, yeah. who, who is she? What is the Hail Mary? We it, don't say that shit. It's very Catholic to yes. be, like, Mother Mary and all yes. that. Yes, and My, I think uh, it's also... Catholic grandparents have one of those, like, the, when I was a little kid, the size of me statues oh, wow. of uh, Mary just in the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the, and so also in Catholicism, I think, and not just Catholicism, but I, I would say like more like Orthodox and stuff, there's yeah. an emphasis on like taking on suffering to some extent. So yeah. whether that's through fasting or whether that's through like Lent and giving something yeah. up and whatever, there's this sense of like to be closer to God. Part of it is giving up, whether it's food or nourishment or something that brings you joy during Lent, like candy, whatever it is. It's this idea that part in order, you know, to, for, as part of like ritual purification or in order to like be closer to God, you have to like kind of give up some sense of like earthly comforts yeah. in order to like remind yourself of your devotion and like all these different processes. It's I'm not going to pretend I know har- for like every single, Lent, yeah, kind yeah. of, uh, but then there's also this, so to go back to this um, gender studies paper, it was talking about how there's this huge emphasis on suffering specific- yeah. specifically and usually on women yes. and this idea that like, in order for men to emulate Christ, they're, they're teachers, they're spiritual leaders, they're all these things. Whereas in order for women to emulate Christ, they suffer and they experience pain. And later on... So does that make this, like, turquoise guy, like, force femming himself? Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But then later on, um, I, I had to take a history course and the, the instructor is, like, specifically a medievalist mm-hmm. and works mainly within, like, um, the church and stuff yeah. and kind of like his, history of that and she's like okay that's oversimplifying bullshit there are so many great examples of like female leaders and like yeah. women who you know maybe they didn't have as much opportunity but then they worked around like okay what can I do yeah. in my circumstances so you have all these women who are like in these shitty marriages and so they're like I had a vision and God wants me to like go be a nun now so like it's yeah, God's yeah. will yeah. and like stuff like that so it's like okay they like very creative very like yeah productive with like working within their own kind of thing and then just historically how things changed where women did have more leadership roles until they didn't and they but they weren't always excluded from those and things like that in the context of this movie that kind of uh, yeah takes us to the scenes of him like what's he like fucking kneeling on broken glass or rocks or whatever the fuck it is yeah something like like that getting the dude to whip him yeah he's just like i don't want to do it today he's just like fucking do it fucking do it yeah it's the only way to finish yeah right exactly and so at that point, it, yeah, it's, it's this weird, like, self-punishment, but in this really, like, self-indulgent way. Right. I don't even know how to say it. Like, it's not, it's not all for show, but it's 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 a means to an end to justify to myself what I'm doing that I that I know is fucked up. But yeah. because I'm, I'm going through the proper avenues of, like, suffering and self-flagellation, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like, ugh. It, it, like, once again, going to the sort of hardcore mode, it's, it's kind of like just the Catholic idea of confession, mm-hmm. where it's just, like... Doesn't matter what I did, if I confess and they say, like, do turn to Hail Marys, yeah, all yeah, is yeah. forgiven. It's exactly. just like, oh, I can also just do that by being, like, a total pain bottom. <laughs> just Hellraiser <laughs> myself all over the fucking place. Right? And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, exactly. But but anyway, she gets thrown in jail Maria. with uh, Maria. That's it. Yeah, with Esmeralda. Yes, which is such a great like old lady name. I love yes. it. Exactly. Who is also accused of being a witch. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she's like, I'm a midwife. I'm like a herbal healer. Like, yeah. of course, you know, they, yeah, of, like, like pretty much exactly like the, the yeah. quintessential scapegoat of who would be accused of witchcraft. But, but in Stuart Gordon fashion, she like is a witch. She's, she's just like, she's like, it's like, oh yeah, they tried to cut my head open, but that didn't stop my witch powers kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. But she's not like, like a bad evil witch. She's just somebody who's like yeah. different. She and, like, has that, that speech was like, I don't ride on broomsticks. Yeah. I don't, like, she's like, I deliver stick. babies yeah. and like try, help try heal people who can't yeah. otherwise access medicine. Yeah. And uh, like, she uses like, almost like teaches Maria how to like out of body experience pain and yeah, torture. Yeah. Like astral projectors yeah. and shit. Yeah. So it turns out Maria also has a bit of, like, witchiness to her. Because yeah. Esmeralda's like, I knew I saw it in you. Like, yeah. just trust it. I can show you how to use it. And I love that they lean into that slightly fantastical mm-hmm. setting without therefore using it to be like, see, they were right all along. Yeah. It's just like, no, they're still pieces of shit scumbags, yes. even though there is the tiniest bit of credence to their accusation. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's like, yeah, so so you are witchy. That doesn't make any of this okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. That's like, Stuart Gordon, I didn't know he had that in you. Yeah. <laughs> That's complex. So so most of the movie, the, the like, second act of the movie is basically the husband trying to, like, bail her out. Mm-hmm. And, While like, also being like, well, you're, you're going to be executed, too, because, because yeah. you were ensorcelled by the witch and you're trying yeah. to protect her, so... We need... Because, yeah, the, the idea, like, the, the, the justification they give for all of this torture and all of this that they do is they're like, we're freeing their souls. And this yeah. is the only way to bring them back to God is through this suffering that we're yeah. imposing on them and just like jerking off to while we do it. Yeah. And what? They're just like, we're going to cut your tongue out. It's like, wait, you can't do that. Cause then she can't confess. It's like, shit, fuck. We're <laughs> in this position that sucks. Yeah. And it's just like, it's gross all the way. It, but, it, yeah. But it, it's really interesting how fucking far, like, fucking Trevor or whatever his name is goes, where he's just, like, killing, like, trying to kill these people and all the other people. Even Jeffrey Combs is like, hold the fuck on. This is a bit much for me. Yeah. And, uh, this features one of the greatest scenes in cinematic history. I swear to God, it's like one of the best moments to ever be lensed in a camera. <laughs> and it's the the witch burning scene of Esmeralda. Mm. Do you want to describe yeah, why so this is so she, good? She knows she's up at against, you know, it, it, it is her time. And so she's, she's, you know, mocking them and stuff and saying like, oh, like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to put a curse on all of you. Like, just really playing it up. Because she's like, yeah. okay, might as well go out with a bang. Yeah. And in realizing that, while they're, like, you know, doing the whole the public spectacle thing of, like, this witch is charged, blah, 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 she realizes that she's right next to, like, a barrel of gunpowder and just starts, like, shoving it in her mouth and just she wolfing, it wolfing down. down this gunpowder because she's, like, they're probably going to burn me at the stage. Yeah. My, Although like, she definitely knows because, like, yes, the sticks are there. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember the, be- the, the thing at the beginning, that first um, live thing, she's like, oh, please don't kill me by fire. Like, yeah. please at least, like, let me die, like, some other. So we're, whereas Esmeralda, she's going to get the whole the mm-hmm. whole treatment. Yeah. So she, so she's really starts playing it up when she's like, and she's like, Oh, come closer. So I can like, so you can see and, and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, when she does get burned, she just like explodes. Just like a fucking cannon. Like she blows just, up. she's like, I'm going to take as many as you bitches out with me as I can. Oh, and it like cuts like that one dude is like impaled with like, like her, her femur, femur sticking out of him and all that. 
it's just uh, it's poetic it's beautiful what's that thing that like uh lance says about like uh, like satan like hold my tongue oh yeah yeah if 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 i'm because i think she's calling him a liar and stuff she's like if i'm a liar may may god like take my tongue and his mouth starts bleeding like mid-sentence so i was like may god (laughs) yeah this movie goes hard too (laughs) it does this week is like movies that go hard it is it's true oh fuck and you know, like the the final third of the movies, where they finally get to like the sort. Of, I haven't actually read the Pit and the Pendulum. I've read a lot of Poe. I've not, I have not read this one, um, but the the actual Pendulum with the Pit mm-hmm. finally comes into play right yes. at the very end. I, th- I know that that's the part that's most accurate of the story, where it's like that huge. Um, you mean they don't have a, ca- a cask of Amontillado detour in the middle of the pit and pendulum? Well, I don't remember if they have a cask of Amontillado <laughs> detour, but I felt like I looked. Was... I, I had to look. I was like, "That's a separate story, isn't yeah. it?" And I looked it up. I'm like, "It is indeed a separate story." I they fit like... it in there because this movie was made for us. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like I put that in there just because they knew I'd watch it. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like 20 years later, 30 right? years later. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the the big pendulum. With mm-hmm. the blade that slow, swings back and forth, slowly getting lower, yeah, finally descending. comes in, and they're going to try and, like, take out Antonio. Yeah. And um, there's the rats that are released, and they just start chewing on them and stuff, and one of the rats gets, like, iced by the pendulum. Yeah. So he smears the blood all over... Because the ropes on Yeah, he grabs it and is, like, squeezing yeah. it out. And so the rats, like, chew through to get him free and all that. And um, while this is going on, that's when we see, like, the, the Inquisitor guy just... He's lost confidence. He has, everyone, yeah. And he just like starts taking them out because it's like fuck you. Yeah, because they realize because yeah, because at that point they think that he's killed Maria. Yeah. After saying that like she's innocent, but her tongue was cut out, and it's just like oh my god, you killed an innocent. Yeah. Like, and then yeah, the, the crisis of faith of like oh like are we the bad guys? Yeah. Oh my God. It, it just so feels like that fucking Samson's me where it's like no, the children are wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that that's like, like we the baddies. Yeah. Oh no! This man has led us astray. Yeah. Oh fuck. And uh, great climactic moments too. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of fun. It is. This movie is a lot of fun. It's so much fun. And um, to tie it into our theme, it, it fits back into like the motives with Alice, sweet Alice, of God is guiding my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though the Pope is like, like, hey, cut yeah. it out. In Alice, sweet Alice, it feels more like actual delusion that yes. that's really happening. Whereas this one, it's more like this is his justification. Yeah, like, exactly. It's that he gross, might like systemic. It at this like, point, but it's yeah. like you know, it's it's, it's functioning in that gross, like organized religion way of like no. we're just gonna like entrench this abuse yeah. in the structure of the very system, and it's gross. Yeah. But uh, Hendrickson does an incredible job. As in usual. Like, as, I, I love watching him in anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Me too. Like, uh, recently it was such a treat to see him show up at the end of Mom and Dad. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you watched funny. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did this bring to mind anything about your Catholicism and all that? Because I, I assume mm-hmm. that there weren't, like, pendulum pits at your Italian there were church. There not. Or in school. Yeah, or in school for that matter. Yeah. No, there wasn't a lot of emphasis on the, on suffering. But, but I I like what you said when you brought it to the essay that you're talking about where it, this feels like an extrapolation Mm -hmm. of just the basic Catholic idea that it's like anything can be forgiven if you seek God's hand kind of thing. And, um. Or you let a dude torture you. Yeah. Like this. (laughs) Not even let, they just do it. They just do it. Yeah. No letting about it. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of reminds me that, uh. 
I ducked out of Catholicism so early. I never had confession. I never made it that far. Oh. I don't even think I made it to confirmation or communion or anything. Well, yeah. I may, maybe communion is where I ducked communion, out. Communion, I want to say, is like grade two. Like yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds right. And then right, confirmation yeah. is usually like grade six. So you're like, you know, 11, okay. 12. Yeah. yeah, I think I had communion and that was it. Well, baptism too, but I think Right, yeah, that's that. like, you know, within you know a few months of birth usually. Yeah. Depending, some people, yeah, depending on, on I what, was like, like sex I was a you're toddler in. when that happened. Yeah, and I mean, so, like, some people get baptized as adults, some people get baptized as children, like, yeah. it, it varies. Well, I'm pretty sure, uh, if I remember right, uh, when my bro was baptized, he just said, like, this is torture, <laughs> like, to the fucking priest. <laughs> and that rules. Legendary. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this, I would say, probably, I mean, at this point, I think that God is guiding me thing is just mm-hmm. a cliche full mm-hmm. stop just because it's been done so much. Uh, but I feel like this one actually sort of fits that mode in the most cliche almost kind of way. Not, I don't yeah. mean that enough to, to bring the movie down, right? but uh, I think the other two that, that we're talking about this week kind of do something a little more different mm-hmm. with it. Well, I think part of it is that it's, it's, it's the individual. And then so yes. it works better with this idea of delusion. Whereas, this is the whole system. This is the whole yeah. system. So it's more maybe historically, like, relevant. Yeah. Not to say that there haven't been individual... I mean, you know, Son of Sam and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, there have been noteworthy, like, delusional individuals who have done some shit and yeah. are known for it. But, yeah, as far as, like... It, it, it functions differently when it's, like, the whole system versus... Or a collective as opposed to just, like, the odd in- individual, the lone, the lone wolf. Yeah. That, that, that's it. That's an interesting point, too, because... Um, even though all three movies uh, present this is like this isn't right, mm-hmm. this is this is fucked up and all that. Um, this one, it's like, yeah, it is the system, and it just shows mm-hmm. how entrenched the church is. Whereas the other two people there, even though especially with uh, Alice, sweet Alice, it is set in that church background, they're seen more as outliers, mm-hmm. and so it's a little easier to just be like something's fucky going on. Yeah, as on opposed here. to like yeah, the one bad apple, as opposed to like this is the system. Yeah, yeah, because like with up in the pendulum, it's just like yeah, this is fucked up and wrong, but at the same time, it's like this but is that's the church just, right that's now. Just the church at the time. Yeah, you know? exactly. At the time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotten a little more subtle. Yeah. But yeah, Bit in the Pendulum gets a big recommend from me. Oh yeah, me too. I don't know why I thought of this one. As I'm glad you did. Watch. Yeah, me too, because <laughs> I, I think we had the other two. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, what else do we watch? And for some reason, this just popped into my head. I was like, well, yes. Because <laughs> I hadn't seen it in a long time. Mm. So last we watched a movie that uh, we checked out during our hiatus. Mm-hmm. And... I liked it a lot more the second time, because we both rewatched it. Yeah. Uh, we watched 2019 Saint Maud. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's one of those ones that when it was being, like, hyped out and all that, it was being, like, you know, under the whole A24 banner. Of course. That's how, like, I had heard about it and all that, because they had gotten the rights to it in North America, or at least the U.S. Right. Well, no, it, was, it said A24 presents on the Netflix. Version. Okay. And so I just had that moment, like, uh... Uh, is it gonna be? Is it? Is it gonna suck? Is it gonna be good? I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be up its own ass. Yeah, it could be either. I've seen both from them. Yes, um, they they have they have range. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, got mm-hmm. imported the Blu-ray when it came out to put on my region-free player. So I watched the Netflix this time because mm-hmm. it was like I didn't want to hook up my region-free player Valid. again. I was just feeling lazy and on the couch. So well, I put the yeah. Netflix one on, and then it said A24 Presents, and I almost stopped it to go hook up my Blu-ray <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I love Green Room. Um, 
anyway, and the light hose and climax. Even the though, witch. again, like climax wasn't an A twenty four movie when I fucking saw it. Right. Anyway. Anyway, that is wow. I okay. I don't know why that happened. Anyway, so Saint Maud is this one. I feel like sort of plays off of Pit in the Pendulum. Mm-hmm. Like not that the movie's directly referencing it, but. What you were mentioning about the suffering. Yeah, there's like virtuous suffering, not just in the self, but in others. She has that um, sort of like makes me think of like, you know, after her death, learning more about Mother Teresa and how like this almost like fetishization of suffering. Like I remember St. Maud. So to set up, uh, Maud is a um, like a nurse who is working. She's doing like like private home care. Yeah, like palliative kind of private home care for this um, person who was big in, like, the dance world. Yeah. And is now li- living or dying, I yeah, guess, in this, like, seaside town. And, cancer, right? yeah. yeah. And so I remember at some point, Ma talked about, like, oh, like, never let your suffering go to waste. Yeah. Like, don't suffer in vain. I, I, suffer I, with purpose. I just love how much that overlaps with, like, fucking, like, pin pinhead, where it's like, right. don't shed more tears, it's a waste of good suffering. Totally. And it's just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, That's like, Catholicism, baby. <laughs> corporate needs you to spot yeah. the difference between these pictures. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's fetishization at the end mm-hmm. of the day, just for, like, serving a different purpose. Yeah. Supposedly. On the surface, at least. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that kind of fits in with, uh... Lance Henriksen's character. Yeah. And then also this notion that she's going to, like, save this person's soul. Yes. Where it's like, oh, she's like, God brought me here for a purpose. And I'm not going to, like, further her suffering by torturing her, but I'm going to lead her down the right path to have her soul saved. I feel like this really plays into the fact that, like, sort of the delusion aspect Mm -hmm. again with, like, Alice, sweet Alice. Yeah. uh, As opposed to, like, this is just the system. Like, all three characters are kind of delusional. It's just how much they're supported compared to the world around them. Exactly. And and for Maude, it's been very clear that she's not because the, you know, she's... She's, like, the only religious character in this movie, pretty much. Yeah. And then also the fact that, like, she's in this work now. She's going by a different name and stuff because something happened at her previous job that she couldn't practice anymore. Yeah, that that gets kind of dropped a little bit. Yeah. Like, she meets that nurse that she used to work with mm-hmm. later on and, she, and she's just doing that stuff where it's just like i really wish i was there for you when it went down yeah and it's like you know we miss you and all that and it's like i'm so glad you're doing well are you okay i hope you're okay and i really love that they hold back on what it was that happened mm-hmm. like it's so because the movie's from her perspective entirely yes. and i like that it's like she can't see that she did something wrong so well she's like, she starts to get glimpses at least yes. that something went wrong but, whether... but i mean like she she's not owning it yes kind of thing so we well only she's found s- god now yeah, so exactly we only see it in terms of those glimpses yes um but yeah so she's doing the home care for this uh dancer who's very much falls into a lot of the trappings of the you know like someone who's like the busy body like i have to save you church lady mm-hmm. she very much fits uh into like being that target yes because and uh, then the dance she's like she's queer yeah the goes to the, well, the dancer definitely has that like cosmopolitan very yeah. like you know new york elite kind of yeah. seeming you know art world yeah she, heathenry so of course uh hedonism too because yes. like, she drinks a lot and yes. ma's just like you can't drink so much and like dumps her booze she's uh got uh if not a girlfriend at least a squeeze and yes just bang a lot yeah. and uh maude is so busy body with it mm-hmm. and 
It's one of those things where it's not straight up like the God hates... You know. God hates, you know. You know. God hates cigarette emoji. Mm -hmm. Um, So, who is that that does that? Azalea Banks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's not trashy at all. No. Um, It makes sense. They they don't play her up to be a cliche in the sense that she's, like, the sort of, like, reductive Bible thumper. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... She's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, her understanding of religion is based on those big, broad strokes. Like, she does the suffering thing, and that's kind of why... That's probably where I got to pit in the pendulum, was because mm-hmm. of the scenes in St. Maud, where she's, like, putting the rocks in her shoes, or she's, like, kneeling on the rocks while doing yeah, the Yeah, she's stuff. putting, like, tacks in her shoes. Like, yeah, she does that yeah. later. First, she has the stones in there, and she dumps right. them and then kneels on them while playing. Yes. And, like, that reminded me so much of, like, the first time we see Lance Henriksen exactly. doing that. Yeah, so exactly. that's probably where the connection comes probably. from. Probably. So, yeah, I thought of that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, this is almost, like, a decent companion to fit with that movie, because mm-hmm. this shows it, like... Like, everyone, like, it's a delusion. It's not one of those things, like, is she right or is she Mm -hmm. wrong? But she thinks she's right. So the movie plays it that way anyway, and Mm -hmm. I really like that about it. Me too. Makes it interesting, that's for sure. Oh, I like that it's interesting. They show that she's, like, wrong. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're not so much demonizing her for it. Like, they're They're not being like, oh, it's okay, or this excuses it. Like, it excuses it for her, and we see how that's a problem. Yes. Because, as you also mentioned. It doesn't really work out for her. As you also mentioned, it was kind of a very recent conversion. Well, they say it literally in the movie, because mm-hmm. uh, we get those little glimpses of her past life. Like, you hear from the other nurse, yeah. but then she also goes to the bar when she's lost faith, and there's that one guy that's like, I remember you, just sleeping around town kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you get, that's like the biggest glimpse we get into maybe who she was before yeah. this. And, and why she feels like yeah. I was saved, and now I'm on the path to save others. Yeah. It really feels like she's suffered a psychotic break. And yeah, quite it's one possibly. of those things where it's like, I think it's very much a movie about mental illness in the way that she's not getting the help, so it's not addressed. Right. Because she turns, like, overnight into, like, this believer, believer kind of thing to this such a fervent extreme and she sees it. Like, she has these hallucinations and all mm-hmm. that. Like, uh, there's, I mean, it's like the poster image and all that where uh, she's uh, floats. Yeah. Like, God is lifting me up yeah. kind of thing. Well, it's just, and the, the, I remember also thinking, um, like, she has those moments, she has those moments where she's almost, like, in that, like, ex- ecstatic, like, yeah, she's, she's, just, she's gra- gasping for air. Yeah. And it, it made me think of a lot of the imagery you see in, like, exorcism movies yep. when they're possessed. Yeah. And so, and, and even when God starts talking to her and she hears yeah. his voice and he's like talking to her in Welsh, I remember thinking like, oh my God, is is because I was like, it's like Black Philip. Like, yeah, it, it, at first I assumed it was like Latin and then you yeah. listen and it's like, that's not Latin. You're like, no, no, no. And it's, but it has yeah. that kind of voice where you're like, is that the devil? Is that yeah. what they're going for here? And it's like, oh no, that wasn't what they were going for. Uh, apparently that was but... just actually her talking and they pitched it down. Oh. Yeah. To get that a voice. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, and so then it it, it gives because I, I remember talking about um, at one point kind of having the realization this isn't would be in a previous episode that a lot of the imagery and a lot of the fears and stuff that you see in exorcism movies, especially when they're the more like kind of historical cases and yeah. stuff, it's like this is just like people panicking about like I don't know epilepsy and yeah. all these things that they wouldn't have been able to explain at the time because they didn't you know have the understanding of like this is how the brain works and here's what happens when like neurons misfire yeah. or here's what happens when like this isn't working like it should and people yeah. see things or do things that you can't explain and so it must be the devil yeah and seeing a lot of like oh that looks like what we would now understand to be like maybe a seizure yes. or you know whatever 
or some kind of like temporary paralysis yeah. and the body gets very stiff and and things like that and so to see that crossover also makes me think of like, like how easy you could slip between like being like this ecstatic like god it's god versus this like oh her soul has been taken by yeah. the devil like the line is so thin and i like they never explain it yeah There's never a scene where like uh, she's at a doctor and it's like, you need to take your epilepsy medication. Right, or yeah. Like that. Or, or like, like, I think of back to like the exorcism of Emily Rose where like, oh, she's like schizo-psycho-epilepsy. Uh, you know, right, I, I remember at yeah. one point the like Laura Linney making like, oh, really? She's like, like she's put some like compound like three yeah. terms together of like, she's this, Throwing huh? the DSM in like a blender and doing like the bingo draw. Totally, of, like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like psycho-schizophrenic whatever like yeah. so yeah so it doesn't take that like ver- that route of like oh we're trying to explain it, it yeah. if anything it was the opposite of like we're just gonna like let it happen and yeah. see how it plays out and I, I think it's it's because they did a really good job of the entire movie is from her perspective like mm-hmm. there is not a single moment in the movie or scene that doesn't involve Maud yeah because the movie is is her like, yes it, it never it's cuts about away Saint to tell Maud. Else. yeah I, I really like that about it because it, mm-hmm. it, it keeps it the, consistent yes and, I remember thinking it was good when we watched it the first time, mm-hmm. uh, but being like, okay. And I think this was more of one of those things of why I try to avoid movies that are so hyped up right mm-hmm. off the bat, because it's like, I, I always try to keep my expectations tempered, tempered but there's still a little bit of that where it's just like, it's interesting other people put it that high, because right. I don't quite see it. And I don't think it was like the single best movie of the last 10 years or anything like that, but it's good. It's, it's pretty really good. good. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting to see these movies also that do the like fervent belief in mm. different time periods. Yes, too because uh, like Saint Maud is very like contemporary. Yeah, it, it's not trying to be historical at no, all. Like, as far as I can have, tell, they have, like cell phones and stuff. Yeah, and we're living in a time that's growing increasingly atheistic and all that. It is and it isn't. It's like I think at the broader trends they are, but then you also have that whole like tradcath movement and yes. stuff of people. Yeah, like, I'm not saying like everyone everywhere, yeah. but like. You know, like Alice, Sweet Alice in the 70s mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, it's more the time where it's like, yeah, everyone's kind of religious. Yeah. You know, you're really an outlier to not be religious right. or not even like pretend to be religious, have the pretext. Yes. Whereas in the context of St. Maud, that's not really how it goes for a lot of people anymore. Especially At with the people that she's this, around. In this context, yes. Because yeah. she's sort of like in somewhere UK. Yeah. I think. Some like, seaside town. Yeah. It's funny because they showed Coney Island on the thing. And at first <laughs> I was like, is this in New York? Why the fuck is everyone, like, yeah, British or, right. or Irish or Welsh? Yeah. Well, I think that was the name of the place, too. Like, yeah. like it made me think of, like, you know, Circus Circus in Las Vegas uh, or something. Enough. Like, that kind of thing where it's clearly some kind of venue. Yes, yes. It's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the early place name indicators. So, kind of mm-hmm. through that context. I remember like, the first time we watched, yeah, yeah, we were just like, what? But I also think it being uh, sort of UK-based, mm-hmm. that, that also adds to that. Because if this was actually, like, Coney Island, New York or something... I think it would be a little more noticeable, the sort of absence of religion mm-hmm. everywhere else, because, you know, religion's still very important. Like, I mean, there would not be a non-religious president. It's just not going to fucking happen yeah, yeah, anytime yeah. soon. Uh, whereas in the UK, it's sort of less. I mean, of course you have, like, the... the As you do everywhere. Like, yeah, everywhere, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that made the context of this interesting, because no one else in the movie is very religious at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you do not see signs of it, no. except for St. Maud and, and like her, apartment. her visions and all that. Yeah. 
Yeah, like she has the shrine in her apartment. I love that the the nurse comes in and she's like, "That's cool." Yeah, like, and oh, it's just nice. like this shrine to Jesus. Kind well, of yeah, thing. that very sort of like secular, like liberal, like oh, I'm trying to be like really respectful and yeah. like oh, that that aesthetic is super nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah, that, or, or that's like pretty. Your sister, like I'm aesthetic Catholic. Aesthetically Catholic, yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually one thing is um, I guess speaking of like resurgence and stuff, it's she has um, a like Madonna necklace that yep. like my Nona got in Italy mm-hmm. for her kind of thing yeah. and where is it and she said she's she's like in the last year or so had so many people be like oh my god where is that because I guess that's becoming like there's also yeah. a lot of um like I know I think Bella Hadid is has like the like Islamic necklace yeah. and like stuff like that and so that's very uh, the like I'm not sure what it's called but it's like you know devotional symbol of like Allah yes. yeah but in Islam as opposed to like you know Christianity Catholicism Judaism whatever like the it's yes yeah, symbol that is often worn on a necklace so would you say that like these instances are more just like trendy or do you That's, think it's I coming think... from like a genuine place yeah i don't know i don't know yeah I, yeah i don't know like for some people it's probably one other people the other but for it's sure just, like, more the movement yeah because, because uh... yeah i know there's definitely like you see yeah that whole like aesthetically catholic thing yeah. and i know there's a lot of um or at least from my impression is that there's a lot of like queer people who maybe like grew up yeah. with that and felt very kind of like unwelcomed and now that they've more come into their own and getting older they're kind of like toying with like okay what can i reclaim what can i like play with that would fit who i am and still be like genuine to that and playing more with like iconography and stuff because uh yeah like with pit in the pendulum not only does no one question this it's Mm -hmm. like you can't Question, well, I mean, kind of the, like, that's the, the yeah, setting. Maria right? questions it, and she gets called a witch. Exactly, so. <laughs> but like, she doesn't even question the existence of God or religion. No, she just right. questions the structure, the extreme how, yeah. that they're going exactly. to. Exactly, because uh, she's like, "This isn't God. God is merciful." Yeah. Whereas Alice, sweet Alice, there's no real questioning, but there's characters that seem to be in the church and outside. Like the detectives are almost seen as like outside of that yeah. kind of thing. Um, you know, I guess God said a cab or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, whereas in St. Maud, it's quite different from the other two mm. in that construct. Yeah, she's definitely living in a more, like, secular society. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this also just goes to show exactly sort of our own circles and mm-hmm. all that, because, you know, I say that. We, we live in Alberta. There, there are very <laughs> fervent religious sections. Well, yeah, there and, are. Well, how many of the exceptions being made and, like, dumb rules being broken that are not being enforced yeah. are, like, church-based? Here. Yes. You know, it's the kind and of thing... And specific churches. This yeah. is not, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not saying the synagogue can, like, have double the people of everyone else. I mean, they're saying it, they're, they're, they're doing it under the guise of, like, freedom of religion. Yeah, they're doing the blanket thing. But who's but, actually, like, yeah. pushing the, the limits yeah. versus who is, like, exactly. being as yeah. observant as possible and still trying to support their communities. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. very, they look very different. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that, that uh, there is a truth to the whole, like, religious right aspect of what's going here. But mm-hmm. also there is just, like, the unreligious right here too or they're mm-hmm. just fucking nazis but you know i mean they can all be nazis together yeah all fascists whatever I hate it here i hate it here too yeah if we're extra salty i don't really want to get into it but if we're extra salty there's just been like even more dumb fuckery as of late like absolute galling our vaccine passports that aren't passports that are actually just completely editable pdf files like it's we live yeah. in hell we live in hell yeah it's gonna make things worse before it makes it better um, we're kind of at the worst we've been yet. Not quite number rise. We're almost at the worst for We're the worst for numbers. hospitalizations, though. Yeah, for hospitalizations yeah. and for rate of increase. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's exponential growth. It's fucking 
breaking down here. Yeah. So, like, honestly, I won't be surprised when they're talking about the Kenny Hinshaw variant. Mm-hmm. It's, like, ravaging everywhere. I was like, oh, yeah, it's born in Calgary. We're sorry in advance. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, maybe that's why we went to this religion thing. It's like, we need guidance <laughs> Save from our souls, above. Yeah. please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, three good movies. Yes, I, I really enjoyed solid. this week. Um, I had seen every single movie the, this week before. I had seen um, St. Maud. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of knew that it was going to be a good week, but I kind of forgot how... How like, good? Like, yeah. Alice Sweet Alice is one of those ones that maybe it's because I don't watch it that often. Like every couple of years I'll watch it, but it's one that I'm still kind of like, holy shit. That's when, a when I see it. And then Pit in the Pendulum, I've only seen once before. Right. And I barely remembered it. You're just like, damn. Just, that's good. The gunpowder scene <laughs> is like one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my Me life. Me too. It's that so was good. just a treasure. Yeah. So that's about it for, mm. for this. Um, hopefully we haven't committed any kind of sacrilege or heresy by talking about things this way. Mm. I feel like we were respectful enough. I mean, I'm, I'm already going to hell, so whatever. Yeah. I think I think we were, I mean, at the beginning, yeah. you know, kind of flipping it, like, we're going to make fun of Catholicism. And I'm like, I think we talked about it pretty respectfully. Yeah. Well, well, like we said, um, our experiences with Catholic, Catholicism, Catholicism <laughs> our experiences with it are... Mine have just got, it was kind of not a thing yeah. for me, and it sounds like if you have anything towards it, it's sort of like somewhat negativity yeah. from, from experience. Yeah, bitterness. Uh, like, it, it was so early, and like, I think the, the worst I had from it was the typical, like, I don't want to go to Sunday school. Right. And when I was in Australia, they actually had, like, Catholic class. Right. They had, like, <laughs> telling me about Christian that? class for, like, non-Catholic Christians, Catholic class uh, for Catholics, and then other. <laughs> and I think other was they just got extra recess or something. Probably. So, God. yeah, that was that was a bit of a... That was my um, radicalization. <laughs> cool. Um, so we got some recommendations, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, do you want to go ahead with yours? Sure. Yeah, I was trying to think, and I thought of one after them, like, maybe we'll give a bonus recommendation. But um, I figured, why not start with, like... What, I don't know. Can I call it the quintessential Catholic horror? I think it's the I, Catholic I think movie. it's the Catholic movie yeah. would be The Exorcist from 1973. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, really? No, no, no. Yeah, not too many people have seen it, but no. it's it's a gem. It's a hidden gem. <laughs> I hate when we try to do bits because they never work. <laughs> <laughs> it just grinds to a halt. But yeah, okay, The Exorcist. I haven't seen this in a while, but I've seen it enough times. I'm pretty damn familiar. Mm. Any... Any further you want to go on why you're choosing this one? I mean, other, I mean, it's kind of obvious, well, yeah, it's but... It takes place, yeah, within, like, the Roman Catholic diocese and shit yeah. and, and uh, notions of saving souls and suffering, but rather than, you know, virtuous suffering, yeah. it's more like devilish evil suffering. And you really have a thing for exorcism movies. I do. I remember early on when we first met, it was <laughs> the kind of thing where it was just, like, exorcism movies. Like, one of the first movies you got... Well, I'd actually seen it, but I didn't remember it because mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters. But one of the first movies you got me to watch when we started hanging out was uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. I do still love that one. Oh, I know. I, I, I think I've probably recommended it multiple times because that was... You recommended it for the very first episode. There you go. Yeah. So that's why I'm not recommending it this episode. Yeah, we recommended uh, either our favorite or among our favorites. Right. You did that. I did even yes. that. So. Oh, okay. Because then my bonus was going to be um, Don't Torture a Duckling. That is such a but good But I think movie. I've recommended that before, and I'm trying to move and away from, like... we have covered mul- it. Too. We have, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to move away from the, like, I'm just going to recommend this again because I like it so much. Yeah. I'm putting in more effort for you guys. We were actually considering doing that for a Catholic episode at yeah. some point. Like, when I, I mentioned we have in the document saying we're going to do a Catholic episode, mm-hmm. it's been sitting in there as, like, an option. But I think we came up with enough good ones 
that yeah. we haven't covered yet. That I was like, okay, let's do that instead. Exactly. But yeah. honorable mention. Yeah. Just see it. It's great. Yes. It's one of my favorite Pulchy movies. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you might find it under the title, what is it? Non si servizio in peperino? Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. I don't have the year. Sorry. Uh, 72? See, I think it's, I was like, 70. it's 70 something. Yeah. Early 70s. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because, like, The Psychic was 77, and I think mm. this came before that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so, cool. recommendation and bonus recommendation. Nice. You're welcome. My recommendation is one that I almost considered adding to the list of ones to cover, mm. but I realized that I don't think it's Catholic. I just think it's, like, religious fervor mm. um, in, like, driving the motives of right. the, the antagonist. Uh, and I figured, fuck it, we got enough good ideas, we can just save it for something else. Um, and I didn't actually rewatch it, so I couldn't tell you if it's Catholic or not. But it, it hits the stride of, like, God directs my hand and my religious right. lust. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Richard Bates Jr.'s um, 2016 movie, Trash Fire. Mm. It's my second favorite of his flicks after Excision. Mm-hmm. Like, it's up there. I recently... well. Last year or so, I rewatched all of his movies um, that were out at the time. And other than Excision, this was, like, right up there. Nice. I think it was better than uh, Tone Deaf and uh, Suburban Gothic. Right. Yeah, I've I've only seen it the one time, like, when we first got it. Yeah. So I need to to watch it again. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it's there anymore, but you can borrow my copy or something. Or we'll just watch it again. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy to watch it. Cool. Uh, it's fucked up and it goes (laughs) and one of the things I really like about it is it takes its time setting everything up and setting up the characters that you're like over a half an hour into the movie before what would normally be the kickoff of the plot happens because it just spends so much time showing how shitty the main character's relationship is and how they're still trying and it's funny because you'd think that normal in most cases cases I call it bad pacing but I think it works it's deliberate yeah Yeah, it works very well nice and I just, it's a good movie. I think it's really solid. If if you didn't like Excision, you might not like this. Um, it's different, but sort of has that same tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Trash Fire is my recommendation. Nice. I thought it was fun. Good it stuff. It gets fucked up. Mm-hmm. From, yeah. what, from what I remember, it does. Yeah. Can confirm. Fun. Yeah, there were so many things that happened in it that I completely blacked out that oh, happened that's gonna in be fun it. To and re-watch. it's just like, <laughs> holy shit, this is unhinged. Nice. In that very, like, religious psychosis mm-hmm. way that like i think fits into the other movies we've seen yes yeah. no doubt so yeah cool that's about it for this week uh anything new on our end other than we're just still at it nah. yeah i don't know i guess um you know since you know status update because we bring it up every single time with patreon still don't have anything set up but uh i've actually started coming up with ideas like you know things we can cover both like general ideas and specific mm-hmm. episodes and i i think we've come up with a couple ideas it's like okay that would actually be a pretty easy to do recurring thing that would have value but is sort of different from our normal stuff mm-hmm. so we'll see how it goes and yeah once again we'll take happily any input yeah. in terms of like what would you want or do you have recommendations of like oh yeah we have we have this set up and yeah. here's what we find works like we'll take any and all because yeah. i'm pretty sure we have a patreon account yes in that like we've never used it yeah i'm pretty uh, it's sure it's not set up but i think we we uh signed up for one mm-hmm. back when we started yeah and i i remember i think it was on your insistence because you're just like at the time they're like yeah they're gonna 
if you don't sign up by this date, it then they're supposedly going to change the pay structure or something. Yeah. So we signed up. We just haven't done shit with it. But that might change. We'll see. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> I like I said. I would just love to be able to recover the, cost the hosting cost into it. Like yeah. I don't care if we see zero cents in profit. It's just like, yeah, it'd be great to you know pay the hosting. Yeah, maybe buy a movie once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that that's the dream. Just yes. like fund it. Now what we need to do is start doing a non Patreon bonus episodes that are just like reviews. The simp for these companies, and maybe they'll send us free product. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, if it works, why not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's it for today. Mm-hmm. Take it easy, keep it sleazy, and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior.